Okay, uh, welcome back to the Duchess and the Baron. I'm the Baron. And I'm the Duchess. Um, a, a busy week. We've been posting on Instagram. Uh, we have a, a bumper packs episode like every episode. We're actually going to try and make not this one Lord of the Rings length after three hours and we're kind of making sure it's the maximum of an hour. Um, I'm going to be taking a bit of a lead on this one in terms of topic and you don't know what's coming up, but this is the conspiracy theory episode. Uh, so that's the main uh, meat and potatoes that we're talking about, um, but we will go through kind of the standard trivia, day in history, and uh, do you have a cocktail? Yes, okay, yep got, I do. We've just got one cocktail, and then uh, the, the events of the week. <laughs> Lots oh. of events this week, but first... We want to dedicate this episode to the Countess of Wessex. It's her 58th birthday today. So, happy birthday, Sophie. <laughs> is that from Lizzie McGuire? It is from Lizzie McGuire, but I feel like it's a good song for her. And to celebrate fifty eighth birthday, She's she like, did a lot this week too. She had a lot of. I mean, 50th? all of them had five, five eight. Oh. 58th. I mean, it's not, it's not like a five zero. I thought it was a five. I thought that's why I put a song on. Was oh no, no! I think it's just fun. You should celebrate your birthday, birthday week. Work it, girl. Yeah, yeah. She's a working girl. <laughs> that song's dreadful. Okay, so yeah, so this episode is dedicated to her. So of course, the cocktail and trivia will be about Sophie because it's about all about her this week. So should we get into the royal cocktail? What do you think to the name Sophie? Well, my cousin's name Sophie. I, I think it's really cute. Did we ever discuss Sophie? Did we ever put Sophie on the table? I think we might have, but. My cousin's name's Sophie, so... Do you, know, do you know my first ever girlfriend's name was Sophie? Oh, good for you. We were four. <laughs> nice. Um, I did what you call play dates where you go over and stuff like this. But I actually got in trouble for school for um, smacking a bum as a oh, four Oh, penny for a smack? Penny for a smack. Now <laughs> I see where it comes from and I realise when I got told off that you can't smack girls' bums. Yeah, you can't do that. It was probably <laughs> my dad... <laughs> it to my mom it's like it's like that movie daddy's home too it's like gives a gives him a kiss on the lips and then a smack on the ass and what does he say go get him girls <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's always that was my first experience with a sophie well, oh. not the same sophie i'm not 58 but um yeah. nice nice what, what memories what memories, <laughs> what memories? <laughs> okay what, what's going on in the events this week yeah, so we have a lot of events that we'll get to later. Um, we'll kind of talk about some of them, but I think because there's so many, we'll give a little overview, but really go into, I think, the ones that kind of spoke out to us individually. We'll talk about those, just because there was a lot. Um, but yeah, should we go into our royal cocktail? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so it's about the Countess of Wessex, Sophie. Um, do you want to hear a little bit about her before... You choose your cocktail, or, or are you well-versed with the history of Sophie? Well, I actually have a story. My first girlfriend was actually... Oh. 
<laughs> We're not talking about that, Sophie. Different Sophie. Oh, okay. Go on then. Yeah. So, do you want to know a little little well, bit about I, her? I, I'm guessing you want to tell us a little bit. About well, her. I I didn't know much about Sophie. I will be honest. Um, but she, when she actually met Prince Edward, she was a she was a working girl. She was working at Capital Radio as a PR girl, quote unquote, hot shot PR girl. I don't wait, know wait, exactly wait. what mean, that like, means. Hot shot. Work it, girl. Exactly. That's why we chose the song for, for that. Um, but yeah, quote unquote, hot shot PR girl. I don't know exactly what they mean by hot shot, but um, she worked there at, in 1996. And then she launched her own public relations agency called RJH Public Relations. Obviously, we know that, you know, she moved more into the royal family and the more into the role of a, a, a royal senior family member. member. Senior member, right? Senior member. Yeah, yes, she is a senior member. I, I saw think. your Instagram post. Yeah, I think after Meghan and Harry, you know, oh, they moved got out. I, yeah, I think so. But they weren't senior members before. They could have been. But I think they've... T- she's definitely taken on more roles since since they've stepped down, it seems like. so. Nice. So what's your cocktail for her? Yeah, so mine... I think she's a nice little strawberry daiquiri. (laughs) Well, she seems really sweet. She's known for her compassion. You know, like I said before in um, Giles. Giles. One more time. The Queen Elizabeth, the second book I was reading. Giles. Uh, Giles. What's his last name? Brand. Rith. Fair enough. Okay. Um, but she Brandreth. was but she was the one that the Queen Elizabeth II kind of offered her help to Megan and Megan shut it down. So I mean I feel like regardless, obviously Ageist. Obviously we don't know how Megan is, but the rumors that she's not the easiest person. I think if if uh you were offered to help her kind of learn the ropes. I, I, I think you have to be a very patient and kind person for that. And she's also known, her and Prince Edward are known for trying to provide the most normal childhood that they can for their children. And I really respect that. Yeah. So. Um, do you think a strawberry daiquiri is a kind drink? I don't know. I think it's like just sweet and fun. And, and all the pictures that you see are like, she's always, I feel like she's always smiling and... Seems like I. I mean, if she worked as a, a a PR girl as well, like she's probably at least back in the day was a lot of fun. I'd like to think. Yeah. Nice. What's your cocktail for her? Uh, um, she's fun. Back in the nineties, probably enjoyed the Spice Girls, and Sync and Backstreet Boys. What was a drink back then? Um. Oh, she's she, okay. She's a Bacardi breezer. Why? Why is that? Do you know what one of those is? Yes. Yeah. It's almost like a. Um, what do we call them here? Like it's like when you're like 16 and and you just have like a really weak weak drink, right? Yeah, I think we call them isopops or iso alcohol. No, pops, remember so. it happened to you. What did what did our good friends do when we visited uh, Auburn? Yeah, you got ice Smirnoff ice. That's what it is. Yeah, it's yeah, the equivalent of Smirnoff is. ice. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in the same. Okay, so five five four percent drink. Why? Just light, nice, 
fruity drink. Not and really, and not how does that much damage? Because they were in the nineties. You could probably I don't know if they were in the nineties. I had them in the two thousands, like yeah, mid to two thousands. So I don't know what the nineties drink. So how does be. that resemble Sophie? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm just pulling out any drink out of my ass here. But are you going to do good in this Sophie trivia? Oh, the trivia's about Sophie. Yeah this oh, this episode sake. is about Sophie. No, no, it's her birthday today. Wait, no, no, no. I mean, the episode is. Work. Look at girl. No, the, the, I, I thought I was writing the majority of this episode. It's a conspiracy episode. Yeah, that's later on. But the beginning's about Sophie. Oh, okay, okay. Well, no, I'm not going to do well at this trivia. Okay, so Bacardi Breeze. That's what you're going to Bacardi Breeze. It's a, it's a, 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 I'd be down for drinking a Bacardi Breeze. Okay. Well, how to get one out of our fridge? We No, I don't think you can get them in the States. Oh. Is it Bacardi or Bacardi. Bacardi. Like Bacardi, like the brand. Yeah, yeah, like the rum. Yeah, um, so you should be able to get it here. But probably was a a vodka drink. No, I've never seen them here in the 10 years, or nearly 10 years I've been here. Oh, we'll try and get one. What are you drinking right now? Same as me, but I guess. Yeah. What's the wine? What is the sponsor of the week? (laughs) Robert Mandavi. Fancy. I mean, Robert Mondavi, they go from gas station all the way up to very expensive. Yeah. So is Vineyard. Mm-hmm. How much was this? I don't know. You said it didn't taste like it tasted last time, so maybe you drank more last time you had it. Maybe. It doesn't taste as good. Uh, I don't mind it. It's not as Yeah, buttery. no, it's fine. No, it's all good. All right, come on. Bring me the, bring me the Sophie trivia. Okay, the trivia. Hmm. So, so this is kind of a two... To answer question, two side question. So the first one was, what is the date of Sophie and Prince Edward's wedding? You can just give me the year. Mm, 2002. No? Same guess. I mean, I'm not going to get a point for it either way, am I? It was in the 90s. Really? Yeah, if that helps you. 99. Okay. June 19th, 1999. Oh, so do I get the point? Not really. Half point. No, I had help you a lot there. Um, Wait, so I was three years off anyway. Yeah, if you're not first, you're last. It's like if you don't get the question right, you're you're obviously wrong. It's 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 not not really the same. It's not a very American thing to say when you give all bloody people participation awards. Hey, I had help you out there. Um, Okay, well, maybe we'll see if you get this one. Um, Where did it take place? England. Obviously. One point. (laughs) <laughs> One and a half what points. royal place? Windsor Castle. Ah, what is a chapel called at Windsor Castle? No, 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 no. I get a whole point. I don't need to go I into... I mean, that could be saying they're going to get married on, like, the grass or the field of Windsor Castle. And that would still be fine. If you gave me an invite to Sophie and Edward's... And I turned up at Windsor Castle. It was also I, I'd be in the right place. And it I'd was also where I believe Megan and Harry got married. Okay, yeah, and that was very recent. So, what's the chapel called? Uh, Windsor Castle Chapel, St <laughs> George's Chapel. All right, so St George's Chapel. Yeah. So our next question is going to be: Where was Sophie's first overseas tour? It's the same as the Duchess of Cambridge, okay. and it's a country. I'm asking for the country. In 2000, if that helps. 2000. What countries were existing in 2000? I'll narrow it down. 23 so, years ago now. Soviet Union's out. 
Um, so I said South Africa for, for K and that wasn't right. Um, give me a clue. I can make like an obvious clue or... Oh, give me a subtle clue. Um, it can get really cold in this place. Canada. Yes. Good <laughs> job. And did you know that they actually visited Prince Edward Island, which is the name of her husband, Prince Edward. Huh? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay. You ready for the next question? Sure. Where do they live in the UK? England. Yeah. In, where in England? Oh, we and, said the UK. Yeah. Okay, so they live in England. What area in England do they live in? The south. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to get more specific. Points, 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 <laughs> points, points, points. Um, are you looking for a palace? Are you looking for a house? Are you I'm looking, looking for, for like a an county? area. It's um, a county. Um, I'll give you a clue. Wessex. No. Sussex. No. Surrey. Yes. Bagshot Park in Surrey. Have you been there? I used to spend many luncheons in Bagshot Park. Did you? No. Did you? <laughs> well, we've actually been to Surrey. We went there for a wedding. So In a castle? Yes. Do you remember what the castle was called? No. Farnham. Oh, yeah, it was. So where is that in comparison to where Bagshot Park would be? No idea. Oh, okay. Surrey's not that big. Oh. So... So it should be close. Yeah, right. Relatively, right? yeah. Yeah, it's where the holiday, right? Godalming. Yeah, Godalming is part of where the holiday was filmed. And yeah, we some, walked some through of, that. Uh, Bridget Jones's diary. Yeah, that was a really, really cool place. Yeah, no, so it was very nice. All right, um, so I got two and a half points. Kind of? Wait, I got Canada. I got Surrey. I mean, I had to kind of help you a lot. So, so like, yeah, what's the points if you have to have some pointers to half get points, there? Half points. So okay. I got two half points and a point. Two points out of three. Uh, I don't know. Well, we can go with that. Wait, did I get two? You, didn't do, as well, you didn't do as well in this one as you did as the Kay. Princess of Wales. But I think you did better than you thought you would. Yeah. So clap. So... So snaps, snaps for that. Snaps for me. Jesus, snaps. Look at Come that. On. Okay, right, well. Because I'm a work it girl. Work it girl. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I wonder whose birthday's next week. Who are we going to dedicate it to? Just change the song. I don't care. <laughs> a manly song. Maybe by George Michael. Hmm. Or one. Who would you, what royal would you want to dedicate a George Michael song to? What royal would you want it to be? Oh, that's dangerous. I'll get cancelled. Because um, George Michael's songs are always quite... Um, maybe Last Christmas with Camilla and Charles. Oh, okay. Back in the... Uh, I don't know, late Back in 70s, the day? Early 80s, yeah. Nice, nice. So next, we're on to the royal engagements of the week. And we had quite a lot. Do you think they had more royal engagements this week because of Harry's memoir? No. No? No. I think they're planned way out in advance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Just for security reasons. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But they were all out. So we had 
King Charles did a couple engagement. The Queen Consort did a, a couple of solo engagements and some with the King. We also had the Prince and Princess of Wales with, I think there was some separate, maybe one together. Um, I forgot exactly. We had Princess Anne working hard as usual. She, I, I think there was a poll or, or an article that came out that she's the hardest working royal member. I mean, she does a lot. And then there was also... Uh, She'd the, be able to get promotions in the royal family. I know, you wish. I might rope to queen. <laughs> and then there was the Earl and Countess of Wessex. They both carried out some individual engagements. So basically, I Who's think... That? Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Who's uh, that? So, what? Who is it? Prince Edward is the Earl. Oh. And what is an Earl, Oliver? Or Baron? Um, sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a name. <laughs> <laughs> what is an Earl, though? Like, so the Earl and Countess, like, I, I would have thought it would have been like the Count and Countess. Why is it the Earl and Countess? And, and what do those mean? Do you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, is this like a Bridgerton question? Cause I know they have like the Duke and Bridgerton and he's like the hot shot. Yeah. It's and then like the Viscount, right? But I don't know. It's pronounced discount. <laughs> but I don't know what they actually like as an American, I guess. Well, I Earl's a lo- very popular American name. It's a first name. I think back in the day, maybe. Earl. Earl. There's a show about it. The Chicks also wrote a song about it. What was it called? The one where it was like, and Earl has to die. Oh. Remember that one? The Dixie Chicks. Yeah. No, the, the Chicks. chicks. But they're they were canceled. Dixie Chicks when they were. Yeah, they're canceled though. But um, yeah, I think back in the day, Earl was maybe a big name. But anyways, so what does it mean? Like what, I guess, because le- cause these are... um. I don't want to say levels, but oh, yeah. in society, like their rankings, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know Duke, what you want to call them. Viscount, Earl. So, so why would it be like the count and countess? Like, why is she the countess and he the Earl? Or Earl and I don't think Earless is a thing, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, it's the Viscount and Vi. No, <laughs> I don't even know if what it was. Earl, they'd just be earless. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, they yeah, just don't go. Well, they, they had all these duchies um, back in the day and all the uh, like regions that they'd say this is the duchy of Kent and this is the duchy of Sussex and they'd basically chop them out so these uh, knights or, or lords would, would govern this area and all their men, mm-hmm. like kind of knights and stuff like that, or if they were a knight, their, their people, let's just say I, I had a duchy of Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. Lord, all Lord Baron, just <laughs> saying. And um, I might have a thousand men, and when the king called my duchy up, I said, "Right, Baron." Well, it's like the Duchy of Cornwall, doesn't it? it? Well, isn't that the the funds, the financial funds? What? When sorry, never mind. Oh, the Duchy yeah. of Cornwall. That that that's what they always refer to. When King Charles was Prince Charles, like his funds, and they would be like, "Oh, Harry's getting some money from like Duchy of Cornwall and all that stuff." Yeah. So, so back in the day, they used to split them up, and then when 
So the French invaded, they would bring up all the duchies and, and stuff like this. But um, I have no idea. I have no idea why the Earl is... Well, they had a few engagements as well. And then I know we had some a little bit of coronation news. That's on the Instagram. Um, and then also it was rumored, I don't know if it's been confirmed yet, but uh, King Charles might have his first overseas um, engagement as a king to Paris. Which, I mean, not very far. Sucks to suck. (laughs) Not very far. Um, But yeah, there was a lot this week. Um, You can see it on our Instagram at Dutch and Baron um, because we're not going to be able to cover it all Mm -hmm. in this session. Uh, Like, I I was overwhelmed this week, but we're just going to talk about our favorites, maybe what kind of, you know, spoke out to us. Um, Do you want to go first, Baron, or I can go first? No, you can. Yeah. So. Mine um, was when the prince, Princess of Wales, she had a solo engagement and she went to the Fox Cub Nursery in Luton. Yep, Luton. Luton. So um, it's a little bit north of London. Okay. They have okay. an airport there. Yeah, and she basically, you know, got to spend time with some young children and she's always had a mission of importance of early childhood and kind of how that um, helps with like lifelong. Who's this? The Princess of Wales. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Catherine. Yes, Catherine. Um, but, you know, how it helps with kind of lifelong development. You're just setting a role model. Yeah. 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 And like just focusing on childhood development, which I think is very important. I mean, I think there's been studies where I think they say like the first five years of... Formative years. Yeah. 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 And, and they're very important. So I love to see her mission to, you know put focus on that, and I think it goes across, you know, any person, right? You know, everyone goes through a childhood, so I think it can apply to all of society and putting the importance of that I think is really, is really powerful. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. So what was, what was your engagement of well, the week? Um, I mean, look, you've put a lot on the Instagram profile, and it, it is busy. I, I think when you put that much on, it's kind of made me realize how much work they do. Oh, and that there is this um, definitely common opinion for, for people that aren't uh, into the royals or just think that they take taxpayers' monies and stuff like that. Yeah, they work hard. And it's like, um, if you're not a social person, that must be bloody difficult to do. Yeah. Um, so you, you shared one with me that I was like, I really like that. And I didn't know this, um, but I am a big rugby fan. Um, especially when it comes to rugby union in England and the England wheelchair team mm-hmm. won the World Cup. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so that's terrific. So they were visiting them. Um, did you say it was in Bolton or was that a different visit? No, no, that was today. So uh, we are recording on Friday, January 20th. Um, and that was the king and queen consort went to Bolton. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. no, I think um, like the rugby has always been very important to the royals uh i think you know yeah so sorry to interrupt but did you know um so the patron for kind of the rugby um used to be harry yeah. and since he stepped down it's now the princess of wales catherine oh is it yeah yeah so so that's been kind of part of her ah. her uh her duty um but i think she also has a passion in it um yeah, I mean, look, if you're in aristocracy or you, you go to private school, what I'm talking about private school in the UK is a little bit different in the US. Um, usually, you kind of, 
you spend a lot of money um, per term. We're talking in the thousands. Um, and there's so you have private, and then you have public, and then you have comprehensive. So public school is like uh, Eton. Mm-hmm. Um, or Prince William and Prince Harry one. Yeah, Eton, mm-hmm. and, and there is actually a school called Rugby, which is a, a public school. St. Mary's, which is just for girls, which is, is probably... Is that where Millie McIntosh went? I'm not sure, but that's where your friend no. uh, H.J. went to. Ah, so she, she did. She, oh, she yeah, she did. To, yeah, she You're went right. to the, the equivalent of uh, Eton. Um, she so went. She she was there at the same time, I think, as... Probably some of the, the royals. What? Well, Prince William or Prince Harry. Yeah, but I, I mean, they, they went to the... They went to, they went to yeah, the yeah. Eton. Like, you know, yep. the, the, she was at the sister school. Um, so rugby... Is very much, especially rugby union, is very much in the, the the blood of those public schools, the aristocracy. So, so it's not a surprise. Um, one thing that they say about rugby is, and it was really weird. You know, when I was walking uh, at autumn, one of uh, our, our dog, dog. Um, I was as I was walking, there was a there was a guy that was carrying two rugby balls and a, a basketball, and we live in. Uh, the states, right? So rugby is not that popular, and I, I could tell the rugby. So, oh, do you play rugby? It's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm from Samoa, and stuff. So, um, rugby is always been uh, the thugs game played by gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Why soccer or football is the gentleman's game played by thugs, and it's it's more of a class mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, rugby's always been in the blood of the royals, and if you ever so, see like kind of rugby union, either the World Cup or the Six Nations. You're always going to see, or back in the day, there'd be Harry William, sometimes Charles, um, but it's very much a Harry and William thing that they would love to go see the rugby together, and they were just normal boys, yeah, cheering it on. So it's a shame that he's going to lose that because he was definitely passionate about it. Yeah, no, no, that is, yeah, one of the downsides. I mean, fun fact: I was uh, in Brighton. 2015 when they had the world yep. world rugby cup and i and i remember it was it was really weird as an american because i didn't really know anything about rugby i mean we have american football here um but the first thing in brighton was like the pebble beaches it was like pebble and not sand so i was like oh this is different but then they had like a big screen on the pebble beach showing the rugby and that was really cool um not knowing anything about it but i was like this is neat to be here for that because we don't have that here in the States. Yeah, we did terrible. I don't think we even made it past the group stage. But the next World Cup, we got to the final. Yeah. And we'll see in South Africa. Um, so, yeah, so that, that was good to see. And, and it's great that um, she's still going to be passionate about it. And we'll, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... And it's great not... She doesn't only recognize, obviously, the rugby players, but also, like, the Paralympic rugby Yeah, the, the Paralympic aspect. But, but like also, um, I think... I could get this wrong. I think the women's we we lost against New Zealand uh, in the World Cup final. Um, not I didn't too know there though. was a women's rugby team. Really? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, we've always had a strong contingent. Um, I, th- I think we beat Canada in the semis, and then I was watching. I think in the last second we lost against New Zealand. But obviously, New Zealand are yeah, they're all about rugby. it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the US. Uh, has a, has a strong women's team that compete, the, the Canadians do. But then again, for, for the US's, US women's sports kind of goes to the soccer. Or whether we have a good soccer team, yep. Really, I mean, you have the best one. But, yes, um, look at that. Okay, so that's the, that's, the, that's the news, right? That's the events. Yeah, and I just want to add one, one other thing. So another one that 
I enjoyed, and I think this is because more I'm a Harry Potter fan, and this might not be apples Who? to apples. Harry Potter. Never heard of him. <laughs> but this might not be apples to apples, um, but as an American, I thought this was cool. So um, the king and queen consort visited Manchester today. They, they carried out a few different visits and engagements there, uh, but he traveled for the first time as king on the royal train. Oh, and that just reminds me of like Harry Potter with the train and stuff that is probably very American. But I don't know. And like even the pictures of him coming up, just like that whole image to me, yeah. it was just, it, it's just cool as an American to see because like. It's nostalgic. In in the U.S., most areas of the U.S., you can't just go on like this train and just kind of go wherever. It's interesting you say like as a, as a child um, in the U.K., steam engines were always a thing like, oh, we'll go on the steam engine and take you somewhere and then back. Um, and obviously the train system is very different in the U.K. We're a lot smaller. Um, so we rely on trains. But it's a ridiculous thing. They had Britannia. Um, they had, the, the, obviously, the, the the plane, the private jet, all this, and then they've got a private <laughs> train that they... And I think when you watch The Crown, obviously, they had their own bedroom and things like this on it. Um, yeah, it said he uh, traveled overnight in it, so obviously they must have had... I don't... I, that is what the article said that I read. Well, yeah, it, it, but it's interesting when you say overnight, like... In the UK, it's very difficult to go anywhere overnight because it's not that big. If you did overnight, you'd really be going into Europe. But I'm not saying that's not true. But I remember when we walked to the ground and she'd have her own bedroom and stuff. Um, times have obviously changed with the, the speed and the lines and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But you can do, I think, Edinburgh to London, there is a really fast train. I'm pretty sure it's like three hours. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Um, I mean, I don't know. Well, he said he went to Bolton, right? So uh, he went to Manchester, but yeah, he went to Bolton. Oh, it was Manchester. He got off at Manchester. So yeah. Taking the overnight train. And he had a few, like, he had quite a few engagements. The Queen Concert had her own engagement, and then they did, they went to Bolton Town Hall together. Um, so I, I, I don't know what time he got there or what time his engagement started in the U.S. You know, by the time we wake up, yeah. they're usually, like, have well, done most of their engagements for the day. So, but... um. No, oh, but that so was really cool. It's so yeah, really yeah. cool. It does look cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, so that's for our Royal Engagements of the Week. If you want to see everything else everyone did, you know, just look on our Instagram, Dutch and Baron. Um, but next, we are going to go on the Royal Day of History, so January 20th. So we're recording this Friday. Usually comes out Monday. Um, but, yeah, do you have any guess what our Royal Day in History can be? No. No, no. Okay, I'll share it. So this does have to kind of do with um, Queen Elizabeth II. So I don't know. Not quite 100 years ago, but um, (laughs) this day in 1936, um, King George V, which was Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth II's grandfather, died and Edward ascended the throne as Edward VII who we know later abandoned or abdicated, right? Because he met Wallace Simpson. He abdicated on December 10th, 1936. And the coronation was actually supposed to be at Westminster Abbey on May 12th, 1937. So this was a day that kind of all that. So the king died. Getting, yeah. And obviously right away, the next in line. Yeah. And he didn't get, um, Edward the seventh, you say? Yes. Didn't get coronated. 
He didn't no. make his coronation. So, I mean, he became, um, oh, sorry, Edward VIII. I thought Edward it was VIII. Edward VIII. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think you, you still become king, right, well, on he, the day, yeah. but he didn't meet, like, his coronation. Yeah. You know, he didn't make it to his coronation where I guess you officially become it in the sense of the church and the state do, and do everything you, like that. Do you know if it was with Wallace Simpson prior? I believe so. So how uh, old was he when he became king? Do you know that? I know I'm asking you this on the spot. Because and, 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 and as you're looking for that, when I, when I look at um, him in terms of how he's portrayed in the crown, how, how he's in pictures, he's not a young man. No. Right? I mean, no, he's not he's an not. old man. But, but then again... Well, so, he died in 1972. Uh, let's see. when He was born June 23rd, 1894. So, 1894 to 1936. You're very good at math, Mary. 43. Okay. Yeah. There's also a really good 1893. 18, wait, what was this show? The prequel for Yellowstone. 1883. And when was he born? 1894. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, um, so what did I say? 47? Something like that. So he was born 1894 and 1936 when he became king for that short time. Um, basically from January 10th to December 11th, he was king. Okay, so like 42. Yeah, so I mean, he, he kind of looked... So if you're thinking about this potentially could be the heir to the throne at 42... Was there any pressure for him to get married like Charles did? Oh, I'm sure there was a lot. I mean, in the book I read, I know it seemed like they at least talked, it seemed like he was a bit of a, he had a reputation of getting intimate. I don't know if that's what you want to get with married women. What? That was kind of his reputation. Yeah, I mean, Wallace Simpson, I think, I mean, she was divorced, right? He wasn't a particular, he wasn't a looker. But he, but he was ne- he was he gonna be king. But he was gonna be king, right? Like you know, I'm sure women fawned over him. Oh, you're gonna be king, like so, yeah. so yeah. But so this kind of started the whole uh, what do you call it today? domino effect yeah. of him abdicating, and then it goes to Queen Elizabeth's, you know, king her father, King George the Sixth, becomes king, and then Queen Elizabeth obviously is. Is next in line. So, so by December of 1936, Queen Elizabeth was probably like, "Oh crap, I'm gonna be next in line unless you know her parents had a had a son." son. But I think she she was born in 1926, so she would have been she would have been coming up to to ten that year. So, Um, this might be uh, something for a future episode, but with King George. Which one? Well, he was Bertie, right? And then changed her, his her name. father. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then changed his name to George. Yeah. So when do, do you know why that is? Like why they changed the name from as a royal? Yeah. So when you basically become king or queen, you can change your name. I mean, I think so. I know the crown is not all truth, but when I first started getting into the royals, I think I think the crown was a big kind of thing for me. And I don't know, I think it's maybe the first or second episode you see her private secretary or whoever coming and saying, hey, you know, your dad just died. By the way, what do you want your name to be? And she's like, "Uh, Elizabeth is fine. So 
when they kind of get. So, I mean, Charles could have picked a different name. William, when he comes, he could pick a totally different name. Isn't that bizarre? Because like, Albert was Queen Victoria's husband. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it would be strange why it wouldn't be just Albert. I don't understand that. Why you know, they call him Bertie and then go to George. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, well, maybe we can dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um. So that's what happened today. He died. Yep. Yeah. He died. Jeez. Yeah. And just, yeah, it's crazy. Um, We're landing on some money tiles. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then, okay, I know this has nothing to do with the royal family, but as a, an American, I thought this was a fun little day in history, I guess, for America. Um, so, you know, we had prohibition in the U S, um, this actually started, uh, prohibition took effect on January 20th. Same year, wait, same year as the, uh, the death of, um, it went into effect. It ended 1933. I'm not sure exactly when it started, but I can find out, but it took effect January 20th. Oh, this is, this is January 17th. Wait. January 17th, 1920. So maybe it wasn't exactly January 20th, but... So what, what year did the, the king die? The king died in 1936, and prohibition took effect in 1920. So yeah, 87 years. Okay, so it's, yeah. ne- it's nearly 100. Yeah. Do you know a fun fact about Wallace Simpson? Oh, what? Do you know what her son was called? What? Homer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. True story. Um, all right. Well, that, that's a, that is a fun day. Well, not a fun day. Jeez. Not a fun day. A morbid but, day, but, yeah, it's interesting, right? So I maybe not exactly January 20th, but January 16th, January 17th. Um, it went into effect. And I know y'all didn't have it in the UK at all, right? You, did ha- you had no prohibition type of... Well, laws no, or anything. it was, you know, um, they were trying to bring in social, um, oh, sh- sugar, what's the word? Um, in the UK, it was uh, back in the 19th century when football, soccer, it was try to stop people being in pubs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Social disorder, that's the word I'm looking for, or kind of phrase. Gotcha. And that, you know, alcohol obviously led to Lots of crime and uh, just just not good for society, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they they create football and uh-huh. they for the lower classes, and that kind of kept them on a Sunday or a Saturday. They'd but aren't you not allowed to like have a beer while you're watching football? Um, no, I mean, at, at, like in the stadium. Oh, uh, can you have? You I can. You can not in the stadium, but you can like at halftime. You can have a drink outside the stadium mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um. It's kind of gone back and forth that that piece. Like at one point, you you would have been able to do, and probably had like glass as well, which is ridiculous. Um, you know, it's just safety rules have changed. But back in the nineteenth century, the football was seen as a, as a method to keep uh, deter that. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's something to you know, that makes if sense. You think, if you think about what we do Saturday, college football, Sunday, yeah, NFL. Well, if you don't have anything at the weekends to watch, what do you? The, the, you just go out and drink because you're not working. Yeah. So, so that was it. Was a kind of a, um, and I think that's maybe where prohibition came as well. It was to to stop social disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know we're watching um, 1923 now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, you know, 
they're they're kind of yeah, showing yeah, some of that yeah. in there, and it's really interesting to see. So I know that's not part of royal history, but I thought that was just you no, know, no, no, that's really that's really interesting. That interesting, is really interesting. Uh, you know, part of history. Um, so yeah, so that is our day of royal history. The next we have is uh, conspiracy theories, which the Baron is actually going to take charge. Yeah, so, so you've got no idea what I've got for you. <laughs> no. Um, so it's interesting. There's, the, there was <laughs> there's a lot, um, and I actually did a chat GPT of this as well. And it is that our of, sponsor? Oh, geez, of the God, week? No, they didn't need any money. Um, but funnily enough, I did get them to write a script for us on Queen Victoria. It was pretty good. I'm going to be honest, it was pretty good. But no, um, there are a lot of conspiracies out there. And I'm going to give you... I think there's, there's, there's three that I'll discuss. And there's one actually that came up in Joe Rogan, which I'll put at the end and see what you think about. Um, I'm going to start with the lighter one. Okay. Because it's bloody funny. Um and see what you think. And then there's two which are a little bit more serious. We're getting I th- deep. I, I think that the, the, the latter two, there's there's maybe some truth behind. Oh, okay. Okay. And, I'm you know, intrigued. Was it freedom of information after so many years and stuff? And they've kind of done that with Kennedy and things yeah. like that. And they've kept stuff. I think this is kind of in the same bounds of that. And they may not release it. Okay. All right. So the first <laughs> the first one, uh, th- this is bloody funny. So... Um, Meghan Markle is just a political um, pawn and that she married Harry so they could have American children that could become president and so the UK could reabsorb the United States into wow. the empire. <laughs> wow. So it's all a ruse. I don't think she has that much power. I don't think she's smart enough for that. But Well, no, she's a pawn. It's not about her. It's about that the children that she has now could become president. Yeah. But their popularity's going Yeah, but it's in the US. Down. It's in the US, right? So they're saying that basically whoever, what kids do they have? But well, their popularity in the US is going down. Is it? Mm-hmm. It, it, oh, okay, it is. That's what they've said, right? I mean, I don't, at the end of the day, I never know what to believe, but that's what they've said. So, so that's the first. I like the idea of it that you're using Meghan Markle, who was on um, the, the Price is Right. Oh, and Price is Right. <laughs> oh, no, deal or no, no deal? Deal or deal. no deal? <laughs> no deal. Well, it's, who, I, it's the political pawn that is going to bring the US back into the empire. Well, I think I saw a tweet and I was like, oh my gosh, are people this like not bright? And they were like, she was on suits. You better watch out. She knows her political knowledge because she was on suits and she played. As an actress. A fictional. Attorney. Or she wasn't even an attorney. Maybe at the end she was an attorney, but she was like a... like a Paralegal? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, I was like, someone's either like trying to be really sarcastic and serious or they're just not very bright. I don't know. So this I haven't added into it, but since we're about Meghan Markle, I'm going to play this excerpt from what I heard this week. That's the big distraction right there. There's a war room apparently in England where they're they're trying to figure out what to do. Oh, really? I heard they. Did you hear about that? No. Yes. There's a war room. I think I too. The Royals. The The Royals have got. They they are about to go to war. Ah. Well, the the wanker is. You know, he's put out this book, uh, Spare or whatever it's called. 
yeah, I guess everybody falls down one side or the other. Do you support Harry and Meghan? Do you not? You know, here it is. Royal set up a war room to discuss <laughs> Prince Harry's memoir. <laughs> a like war that. room. I do like that. Yeah, what? A fucking war room? Full disclosure, I, I, do, I do think Harry's a wanker. But, um, well, he know. seems to be. Mm. And it seems like uh, that lady is uh, a temptress. She's a siren. She's Ooh, lured she's him into the rocks. <laughs> I haven't heard that term yes. in a while. She's a harlot. Almost. She's uh, yeah. well, Harlot's bad, right? She's just powerful. <laughs> mm. She's uh, Actually, that's a good point. Harlot and temptress. Yeah, I think harlots are. Comparing well, melons to oh, apples. Yeah. The definition of a harlot is a prostitute. Yeah, oh, that's a whole I word. take that back. Yeah. I take her. I take her. Yeah, I don't think she's that. No. But she, which she is, no. Wasn't there some speculation that she was on Epstein's yacht at one point in time? There was like photos with her and Prince Andrew way back in the day when she was like in her early 20s. Wow. Uh, no, I haven't heard that one. That's. Well, that is how Americans <laughs> feel about her. Just hear it in that little clip. It's it's funny. So that is um, that's from Joe Rogan, and uh, the the guy that's on is a, an ex CIA agent. And I actually feel like when Americans use the word wanker, um, they they put all the emphasis on the unk and the erk. Like it's wanker. It's just wanker. Like you just oh, wanker. It's it, it's on this. It's like because we don't say it, but I think it's fun to say. Phonetically, it's pleasing. It's the same as the c word. I'm not going to say it here, but phonetically, yeah. it's that you can't say that in the U.S. It's very bad. No, but I think with the the, the, the wanker word, it's like um, I it's like personally, I do think he's a wanker. It's like it's like you don't really know what the word is. You don't really you're not using it in the right sense. It's. Um, He's not. He's just. Um, so I think he's just trying to get uh, uh, that this particular individual is trying to get like think. Oh, this is what people want me to say, and it's what the British call him and stuff like that. They, they don't. Um, but it's what do they call? You just think he's a bit of an idiot, you know. It's not. A, it's a prat. It's not. It's not like. We, we is just, he the c word? No, um, no, not at all. Um, I think it comes back to anybody that's fought for your country. You can never say that, but um, it's foolish. He's being probably. And and when they talk about a, a temptress, not a harlot. <laughs> she's not I a think pro- maybe she was a, a siren. Maybe siren would have been the right word there. Well, they, they said it, right? They said siren. They said temptress and siren before the, the CIA agent thought she was a, a prostitute. Um, there is, I think there's an element of that. Uh, I think Harry, when he was younger, was better looking. But when he met Megan, Megan's an attractive lady. Um, so... I think there is an aspect of that that maybe he's thinking. Because I, I didn't think he's... If you look at his previous girlfriend, she's called Chelsea Davy. I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. seen her. Yeah, yeah, he talks about her in, in, in his book that I've unfortunately they look, they, got the audio book for. But they, yes. They look very different. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Is, is Chelsea Davy like blonde and stuff? Yeah, like uh, yeah. sandy blonde hair. Yeah. Um, very, just very different. And I think, that, you know, most men have a type-ish. Yeah, but Harry's is universal. Well, yeah, well, anyway. well, he, yeah, he he would probably. So, <laughs> but the the thing that went such more from a conspiracy theory piece. Uh huh. Do you think that war room's true? I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. So, so the war room in this concept, you know, they call it a war room. War room, you know, you have in business senses as well. Is that like, all right? Let's I mean, it is a the institution is a business, right? 
So, so if you if you do look at it that way, like if if we're at work and there's yeah. a there's something that's going on, it's like okay, let's have a war room about this. Let's let's work through it. Let's let's figure out what we yeah. steps we take, especially if there's a PR aspect. So I I don't believe that it's this one probably has some grounds of truth. I'm probably I'm, I'm sure they've just pulled this one out of thin air. But of course they've met. Of course they've yeah. had a discussion about how they're going to handle it. What's and you know they're, they're kind of going to say um, saying nothing is the best course. I mean, at the end of the day, they need to have a united front, right? And I know in Harry's interviews and book, his big thing was like, oh, it was like Clarence House versus Buckingham Palace versus Kensington and all of this stuff. So, I mean, even if it's just having people from each of those houses in a room to kind of be like, you know what, let, let's talk about what, what's coming out and let's all be on the same page about it. That makes sense, right? Because Harry's thing was like, yeah. oh, they're competitive, all this unified. stuff. And then I'm sure, you know, I've heard they, they probably have a legal team there as well, right? I don't want that in the war room. Oh, yeah. So it's probably just getting all the houses together, having a legal team, having PR, like all of the necessary things to kind of just talk about it and, you know, all be on the same page and, and have that united front. I, I think it makes sense. I it, At the end of the day, it is a business, and I think a business would – do something similar to that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think the they'll have known, okay, Oprah interview a year ago, he's probably got his memoirs, there's this Netflix stuff, there's been the Queen's death. We've probably talked to him at the funeral about, hey. Do you think, though? Because, like, at this point, I wouldn't trust him with anything. No, I, no, but when you say that, I've heard that you're doing a Netflix documentary. No, well, I remember, I think it was Queen Elizabeth's funeral. Yeah, I think it was. It was hers. It was hers or Prince Philip. No, I'm pretty sure it was Queen Elizabeth's funeral. Like, I remember because there was already it was already out that they were going to do this net Netflix documentary, right, and right. I remember seeing articles that was like, oh, they're not letting Harry and Meghan come in with their like. That was a jubilee. The like, oh, it was the jubilee with their mics and stuff like I that. I mean, so. they they obviously knew, right? But I just feel like they might have not known to the extent that he would have what he would have shared right so i feel like you know do you know, do you know what i'm trying to think of like what the, the the comparison of it's like when you're not of legal age drinking and you're going to a party and somebody catches you with like a, a little bottle, bottle of vodka it's like no 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 i, I wasn't planning on drinking it it's like you, you have a mic oh no no, no 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 i wasn't planning on making conversation no no he would have been like oh no 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 no. my older brother made me bring bring this and is gonna make me drink it I, 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 it wasn't me. And then, and, and now the media is pressuring me as well to drink it. Like, that's <laughs> it's funny. almost that's that funny. Oh, wait. Nope, nope, not the right button. I thought that was applause. But, um, nope. Okay. We'll leave those buttons alone. But I've also heard, like, um, you know, I think he's still invited to the coordination or there haven't been official news about that. And someone, I think, on Twitter asked, why don't they make him sign an NDA? And then someone commented and said he'd probably share that NDA to like the media, and then that would create a whole thing. So it's just like you probably can't worth a couple of million. Yeah, so it's like you can't like whatever communication there is. He's just gonna share it anyways. And I and and I've seen that, and I don't know if it's true or not. But now, kind of any communication between them has to go through the legal team of you know the institution. You can't really get through to the actual individuals, which, you know what, at the end of the day, like, I know your family, but if, like, 
I don't know. Like he might use like literally anything they say, right? Well, at this point, if, you, if you're going to use a mic. Anyway, all right. So I, not to go so too off topic, but the war room. So we think that that actually is a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy, yeah. but th- there's going to be some aspects of that that's true. Yeah. Uh, that Maybe not from, like officially termed a war room, but some kind of. Yeah. I mean, you know, war rooms like used, that. I mean, it's just a powerful term, but um, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that being true. Um, so other than Megan and the, the, the offspring of Megan being used to bring in the US back into the British Empire, finally, um, probably isn't true. There, there are two other ones. Actually, there's, there's some of the more interesting conspiracy theories that are out there is that um, the, the royals are actually lizard people um, from, <coughs> from a different planet <coughs> and vampires. I, either that's tickling you or you're, you're choking. Uh, um, this one's really weird. King Edward the Seventh's son, oh, I think, which was an Albert, was a suspect of being Jack the Ripper. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I think it was because of the the relationship they had with women. And what? What, what I don't, don't ask me too many questions. I haven't read it into that. Was it like like a Game of Thrones? You, you know, in the new, what's it called? House Dragon, Dragon one. You know, that older son that's going to become king. Yeah. Is I, it like him? Yeah. I think I think yeah. maybe had a, a, an aspect of that, just his demeanor, how he, he acted around women and so on. Um, so the lizard people. So there's some lizard people. But don't they say like the whole Illuminati thing? There's an Illuminati Is like lizard people yeah. or are they just part of it? The part of it, and then also kind of like Prince Charles is a vampire and stuff like that. Why do they say he's a vampire? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, th- these are like some of the more ridiculous ones. Um, but the, the the two ones that I think are, if there's ever going to be truth, like you know, there's stuff about JFK now and things. Uh-huh. And I've, I've I've listened to some of it. And I think uh, Tucker, it was like the CIA. That's what they're. That's what yeah, Twitter's saying. Or yeah. the released. Files. Tucker Carlson said something. There's like lots of stuff that's kind of uh, blanked out, and I've I've listened to it. And there's there's a lot of question marks about what what he's saying about it anyway. But um, these two, particularly one, I think there's question about. So the first one that I don't give as much light to, but has always been in kind of British public, that Harry's illegitimacy to being child's son, and there is uh, James Hewitt. Uh-huh. Who, who I think was um, like a not a general, but kind of like a colonel of the army, had a very strong relationship. Uh, well, no, str- strong relationship. Had a sexual relationship with with Diana, and but he. Haven't they said that that started after after Harry was born? Isn't that like that? That's the yeah. proof that they say that yeah. it's not true. I mean, yeah, you could you could say that. And um, also, there was another conspiracy that when Charles. And Diana were trying to have uh, children that were struggling. That they um, they had a daughter in IVF. Oh, I like don't know before that. William. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about that, but apparently they had a daughter. That's a conspiracy. There's a conspiracy. So this one, James Hewitt, uh, she was with him for five years, um, but then there's pictures of you know because he was a redhead. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the thing they use him right, and there's not as many reds in in the rest of the family. But then there is a picture of Charles, sorry, not Charles, Diana um, hugging her brother, Charles Spencer. Mm-hmm. And in that particular angle, 
he does look very, very similar to Harry right. and he's, he's more of a red yeah. kind of hair. So, um, And as we both know, you have to have red on both sides of the family to, to have a red-haired child. So the James Hewitt thing's always been... Uh, in that, which you know, it's a it's a story. It's always going to yeah. be a story, just because of it's that. a money maker, right? Right. Um, so, so, well, I know in his in spare, he says his dad jokes about like, oh, I don't even know if you're my son or something like that. I know he jokes about that, um, which poor guy. <laughs> How does he say, I don't even know if you're my bloody son. <laughs> That sounds more like Harry Give me Potter. More cognac. <laughs> what I sound more like Harry Potter? Yeah, no, that sounds more like someone saying that's Harry Potter. Oh. Harry. Anyways, I'm probably a wizard. <laughs> Bloody good. Yeah, I don't. Quidditch. I mean, I don't know. That will always remain a mystery. I'm not gonna release like DNA tests. And look, he, uh, he's definitely Diana's son. Well, yeah, yeah. So does that? And I um, think William's definitely Diana's son. Like the. William looks like her, even though his yeah, looks I'm are like fading. Kid, kid, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kids don't always look like their parents, right? Um, so this one's the big one. Oh, so Diana's death was orchestrated yeah. in some fashion by the royals. Now, I always question how much power the royals have or the institution has, and. Back then, it would be interesting to to see, and I, I'm not saying that this would, from from what I'm reading, it's necessarily the royal family. It's not the queen. It might be the institution that doesn't want this, or there's some power. Now, I'm, I'm going to talk a little well, bit. Yeah, I wonder. I'll talk a little bit more about it um, in terms of where this this particular conspiracy comes from. Is that she was murdered um, because Dodi Al fired Al fired. Yes. Yeah, Dodie. I'm just going to say Dodie. Dodie. Um, Dana was carrying his child. Oh. And they they say in this Prince Philip was not in the least bit going to entertain that his... Prince grand- Philip was Prince not? Prince Philip, yeah, was going to entertain that his grandchildren were going to have a half-Muslim Egyptian oh. brother. So it was more about the... the but the he wouldn't have been in, like, the royal line, but... Mm. No, he wouldn't. But he'd be, like, a half-brother of... Right. Yeah. He'd be... Yeah. So so he he didn't... Want, and I think it was... So I started thinking about this, and, you know, back in, what, 97? That's when she died. Um, I tried to think about what it was like back in Britain. Um, and obviously, the UK has a lot of religions... Uh, I think Islam is number two after um, Christianity, right? So it's 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 a very popular religion. But at the time, I I, I think, and this is four years before nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all of this piece, and I I think there just wasn't as much openness as there is now to embracing everything else, mm-hmm. right? So. And when you're thinking about uh, Prince Philip at the time, I don't know how, how the sort of he's been in his seventies, I imagine, right? He probably did really not care what he said. Like a lot of the you know, the, the the people that I remember, my one of my grandfathers was very similar, just 
Yeah. Just didn't really care what he said. And that's, that's kind of what his reputation got was slightly racist. Um, so he was very concerned that um, around about having a, a half... It's interesting, half brother and, and, or... Would be a half brother, yeah, because they share the same mom, but they have different dads. But no, I'm just saying that that the, the from what I remember reading, he said half brother. I could be wrong here. Not rather saying a half sibling. Oh, oh, so it that they knew was a, 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 a gender assigned to it. But I think in the nineties, you couldn't figure out the you couldn't figure out the well, gender like no, that. Could. Not that early, like well, I how mean, do, how it, do we know how early it was? I mean, she wasn't showing. I think she would have. Not, sh- not everybody huh? shows. I mean, you didn't show until you were like. Seven months. Yeah, but I mean, by the time that you can tell by an ultrasound the gender, I think you have to be like it, it's it's the big the big show, right? It's like what is it like five or six months? I think it is. So anyway, I, I don't mean I could have made that up. But I could have read I could have read that wrong. But it was a, a half sibling, maybe mm. of that. So the the other piece of it is um, there was a letter by Paul Burrell. Who mm-hmm. was uh, Diana's butler? Now he mm-hmm. kind of sold out. He did a lot he of times did. and made a lot of money um, from, from so what, many things. I don't know if you can believe anything he said. Well, well, this this is it. This is part of the conspiracy. So he uh, claims that there was a letter from Diana to him saying, um, "I'm worried that Charles is going to try and have me killed and like cut well, the brakes." Yeah, was wasn't that wild? Wild, you know that. Excuse me. No, and I know. I know they showed in the crown, and and I know that's not truth. But um, didn't they show it a lot where she was like just scared for her life? She she thought that the royal family was going to kill her and stuff. There was a reporter. There was that. Yeah, I think you know there was aspects of it in the the later Mm -hmm. season. Yeah, so that I think maybe they're putting into that. um, I mean, so this is why this one's I think has the most weight. Because even Harry's book Spare, um, or some of his interviews when he is going through that tunnel, the tunnel's yeah. not long. The tunnel is not long. He says like really quick. He went at sixty-five miles per hour, and you know it was nothing. I just. But they said that the driver was like drinking and driving. Well, they said he was intoxicated. Well. That, yeah. That's what they said. Now you have to be. <sighs> I'm just thinking. But it's a straight tunnel. Yeah, I mean... It's a straight tunnel and um, you have to hit that at the perfect time. Yeah. You have to hit the column like that and um, I think there's a lot There's a lot in there. But I think Harry also... And I think with this, it is a valid point. He, I think he describes in his book that it's like, like a bike chain, right? You know, her death. If you take one of those out, like basically everything that happened had to happen exactly that way for for you know yeah. the outcome. If one of those was taken out, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. So I think something they says about you know the paparazzi taking pictures while she's strewn there. There's an, a dishuman aspect of that. Yeah, like they didn't help her. Yeah, I mean that's really wrong. But they're such in that state where. They're thinking, oh, this is money. They're not even thinking that. That's not like that. They probably like think like, oh, she's going to be fine, or I don't, I don't yeah, even know if that like, even crossed their mind. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like it wasn't like we need to do something. Yeah. Um. So I think I think there's a lot of of that piece, but that was orchestrated by the institution. By the institution. Well, I I mean, 
I remember, at least in the U.S., like, I do think a lot of people in the U.S., like, when it happened, so I was really young when it happened, but, like, growing up and stuff, I mean, it, it wasn't, like, an everyday news or anything growing up, but I remember, like, I, I in the U.S., it's still, like, a living conspiracy theory where people would be, like, yeah, and, and they'd be, like, did the queen do it or Charles? Like, I think in the U.S., most people think it was either, like, the queen or Charles that did it, and I still think it's a very big conspiracy theory in the U.S. that people actually believe just because we don't know I mean I think you know I think even when I was younger you know that was what kind of everyone was like think kind of when you thought of Diana's death that is what you thought and it for me it wasn't until I think I saw more news about them and even you know kind of everything recently that's happened that I was like and dug more into the royal family that I was like that I didn't believe that, but I think that's definitely a conspiracy theory that still lives and a lot of people believe. I will say with that, though, for the institution, I don't think, you know, I think people are like, okay, this was decided by the institution and that's it. I don't think it's just the institution. I think a lot of the things that they do, they do talk to the UK government, Mm -hmm. right? They're they're not just like, oh, we're going to do this, whatever. I think they are talking to whoever in the UK government for certain things to make sure, you know, that's, I don't know, I don't know if okay is the word, but you know what I mean? Like even, so when I was looking at this, Edward VIII, King Edward VIII, when he abdicated, because I was thinking about the coronation and I know everyone's been like, Harry shouldn't be invited and stuff. and, And that just hasn't happened before. But it was the first time, so after King Edward VIII was abdicated, he was told by Prime Minister Sir Winston Churchill that he could not attend the coronation. It wasn't by the institution. Yeah. That's a prime minister. But I'm sure the institution and, you know, whoever, if it was Winston Churchill or whoever in the, Rishi you know, Sunak, no. I'm, I'm sure they spoke about it, right? So I don't think it's solely the institution all the time. And I'm not saying that they they did this or anything, but I'm saying those kind of top-level decisions I don't think is just from the institution. Right. And I know people have been asking the new prime minister, I, I know from this, people have been asking the current prime minister of the UK to kind of have something similar of this, to say this to Harry. I think there's a couple of things there. Um, with Winston, obviously, he was at the time a war hero. You know, kind of obviously saved Britain from the Nazis. So his, his establishment as a, a figure carries a lot more weight than Rishi. Yeah. Um, not saying that it's not the same authority, but just saying that there's a little more to it. And this is a coronation, and this is something that was supposed to be king but left rather than Harry. That's a son that. Is never going to be thrown, right? Mm-hmm. And, and because mm-hmm. it's so early in Rishi's um, uh, prime ministry, he may not want to get involved. Yeah. So anyway, um, for this particular conspiracy, I, I think the, the more I think about it is, even if there's paparazzi, they're on motorbikes, and they were probably in like a a Mercedes, a big Mercedes. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think about driving. And I was dead intoxicated. Let's just take that out. 
let's just say taking intoxication out. And I, I don't know why they'd be intoxicated. That's the other piece. It's like, like how hammered. And just your natural instincts, if you've got a motorbike that's harassing you, you wouldn't self go into a column. Mm-hmm. Wait, what mm-hmm. side do we we drive on the left? So he'd be driving on the right. No, it's France. Oh. So they'd be driving on the left as well. What do you mean we drive on the left? We drive and, and where the, where the we drive on the right side of the road. Right, so the steering the wheel steering wheels on, is the, on the, left the left side, of the which car. is the same as in France. So, which makes it even more. Why would you steer into something on a straight tunnel? If you're hammered, you know, even, even if you're hammered, well, I, that's why I think there's a lot more a to motorbike, this story. A motor, it's not a, it's not a truck. It's not a like a a, a, a big jeep. Yeah, it, you know it, I mean? it's like, not cornering if, if you to go cornering into. You, the, you're going to take that bike yeah. out, and you're going to take that bike out. Yeah. Before you decide to. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think there's probably definitely more to that. And I, but I don't even know who would know, right? Because I don't, I don't think the queen would know. Like it might have been someone in this institution that's probably not even in the institution. They, they, if they, if they did know, I don't know. The only thing that I could imagine why you'd do that is if you'd been shot. Mm. But then on the the scene, there's going to be. I, I don't. Do you, you know what I mean? Like if 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 you get shot and you're a driver, you lose control. I mean, if they were hammered, they could. You know, but would <coughs> excuse me. Wouldn't you be able to? I mean, but just think about like when people drink and drive. Like there are so many cases where they hit someone head on, and it comes out that they've been drinking and driving. Yeah, because they've been on a night out. This is this is a, a paid driver that's been waiting in a car. He could have had a like. That this thing you don't know what he's doing he could have had a f- like I don't know he could have been an alcoholic he could have had a flash I don't know. Well, See, I mean, if he's an alcoholic, no, no. then his it, the level of his tolerance would be higher. That's what I'm saying. That I because it was pretty soon after they left wherever they was, and I'm thinking if either of them would have known that the driver was you know completely hammered, we'd say, "Hey, okay, just just stop, just stop." I don't know. This is why I think it's conspiracy, and this is why I think there's more to. Excuse me. Yeah, I think I think there's more to it, and I think maybe that's why Harry always and left that exactly. open. Exactly, and this and is I, something that I think is is heartbreaking. Yeah. In the and, and just like, you know what? Whatever mistakes he's making from this and and claims, this is this is. I mean, it is heartbreaking. I think that mm-hmm. the, the four of thinking your mother's still alive and it just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Yeah. And that hope that you're still gonna see your mom yeah. as a child. And I, I can imagine it his that that is that is something that I think gets lost in this. Yeah. Um but he doesn't like I feel like from the interviews he 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 brings his mom into the conversation, but he doesn't put an emphasis on her as far as like, you know, just talking about her solely, right? Like he does a little bit, but he more talks about like other things, and then he'll like bring her name in or something. 
Yeah, from what I see, it seems to be planted quite carefully, and even in the documentaries, like kind of the positional of her pictures and stuff. Anyway, this is this is the 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 the, the uh, conspiracy that I think carries the most weight. Yeah, and the story behind it is that she was carrying Dodie Alfired's child. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear that before, but yeah, and I can definitely say from at least the U.S. that conspiracy theory has gone out. Side of the UK, at least in the US and probably other countries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we have anything else? No, I, I, I think that's it for the week. Um, everyone, let us know what you think about these conspiracy theories um, and, and thoughts on the episode. Leave us a review if you liked it and follow us on Instagram, Dutch and Baron. All right. We'll see you next week.